On today's Winning Cures Everything, we're going to predict where college game day is going every week in the 2023 season. Can you believe it? It's football. I've been watching it for 40 years. Are you kidding me? You're listening to Winning Cures Everything. Game day, baby. Wake up or get out. Here's your host. A confident young man. A superb athlete. Gary Seegers. Welcome back to Winning Cures Everything, presented by BetUS, where we talk college football news and rumors all year round. I'm Gary Seegers. You can follow me on Twitter at GaryWCE. This is the Monday, March 13th edition of the show. It's Season 8, Episode 19. Now, as always, if you're watching on YouTube, please click that like button like a Polaroid. And whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast, hit that subscribe button so you never miss the latest tales from the college football universe. Now, I am on vacation right now, but I wanted to make sure that I put out some content this week. So what better way to do that than to predict where ESPN's college game day is going for each and every week in the 2023 season. Now, I should have some free time on Tuesday to be able to give you guys my NCAA tournament bracket predictions. Now, this is a college football show, but everybody's got brackets. And if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I've been putting out my college basketball numbers. So I will uh, I will come on and tell you exactly what I'm going to do. Uh, so I'll do that on Tuesday. Uh, the whole thing really fires up on Thursday. Uh, we got the first four on Tuesday and Wednesday night, of course. But either way, uh, just make sure that you tune back into this channel. You hit that subscribe button. You hit that little notification bell. It's going to let you know when we post the video. Uh, I'll likely tweet it out, of course, once I get the video posted. Hell, I, I might go live with it. We'll, we'll see what ends up happening. But either way, let's uh, let's go ahead and roll with the predictions. We'll start out with week zero. And again, one man show, so I'll have to write my times down. Uh, if the crew is not heading over to Ireland for Navy versus Notre Dame, in week zero, I think it makes perfect sense to keep the trucks parked for one more week. I don't know that it makes financial sense to take the show on the road to the West Coast, uh, but those would be the only options stateside. You got San Jose State playing at USC. You've got Ohio playing at San Diego State. San Diego State could be fun. That's a fun G5 matchup. It's in Snapdragon Stadium. Obviously, I don't believe they've ever been there. San Diego State might be heading to the Pac-12. Who knows? Uh, but that one could be fun if they want to drive from Bristol, Connecticut, all the way out there. So we'll see. Other games that day, you've got Hawaii at Vanderbilt. I brought up Navy at Notre Dame. Um, there's not a lot in Week Zero. I'll admit that. So I would imagine they're probably going to stay in the studio on that week. Week one, I think that they're going to go to Colorado at TCU. Now, TCU played in the national championship game last year. They did not host college game day in Fort Worth a single time. In fact, the last time that they hosted the show from Campus Commons was in 2018 when Ohio State came to town. The game was actually played at Jerry World in Arlington. Now, on the other side of the field, throwing the fact that this is Deion Sanders' first game as an FBS coach, you got storylines all over the place on this, not to mention it's one of uh, you know only a handful of worthy games happening on a college campus in week one. And it makes sense to open up the season with, you know, a bit of a celebration of what TCU was able to accomplish last season. So I think that's the, I think that's the direction that they're going to go in week one. You'll have fan bases that are absolutely just frothing at the mouth, right? Frothing, foaming at the mouth, whatever. Uh, other possible games on that day, you got South Carolina at North Carolina. That one's in Charlotte. Spencer Rattler's coming back. You got Shane Beamer against Mac Brown again. Uh, a new look. 
Yeah, well, I'd say Spencer Rattler. You got Spencer Rattler on one side and Drake May on the other side. Uh, you got Chip Lindsey in his first game as the offensive coordinator in Chapel Hill. Uh, that one could be interesting. You've got Florida at Utah. Again, if they want to take the trucks out west, that one could be interesting, although the expectations for Florida are not exactly great. Uh, but Utah does get Cam Rising back, et cetera, so who knows. You've got Virginia at Tennessee. But again, expectations for Virginia, not great. Tennessee, um, you know, you lose a lot from this team. But at Joe Milton, first, uh, I guess, first season as a starter, even though he started the 2021 season. Uh, either way, that one's in Nashville. You got Boise State at Washington. That's an interesting one. They haven't been to Seattle. I don't know that Boise State is enough of a brand to warrant going out there, but either way. UTSA at Houston. You got South Alabama at Tulane if you wanted to go the G5 route. West Virginia at Penn State, rekindling an old rivalry from way back when. Uh, those two teams, two colleges, are much closer together than you would actually think, but... Either way, I, I believe that they will do Colorado at TCU in week one. Now, week two, I think this one's an easy one. Texas at Alabama. Steve Sarkeesian returns back to Tuscaloosa. This could be our first glimpse at Nick Saban versus Arch Manning, maybe. Uh, even if you didn't have those kind of storylines, these are two of the biggest brands in the sport. Like a, a year before this, like it honestly... It's a year before this becomes a conference game, so you're going to get this matchup much more uh, usual, much more commonly. Uh, you've got all the makings of a dream primetime matchup here. Like, Hopefully, this one's an easier watch than last season. Yes, 2022 was a close game. Bryce Young led the tide on a game-winning drive. There was drama, obviously, but man, it was a rough watch for the majority of the game. Uh, game day did not go to Tuscaloosa in 2021 or 2022. They were there twice in 2020 during the COVID season, and they were there once in 2019. But before that, it was 2016. So I, I would imagine Reese Davis would like to get back to his old stomping grounds. I imagine a, a big-time matchup like that, it's going to be hard for them not to go there. Uh, the other options for Week 2, you've got Nebraska at Colorado. Again, Matt Rule, a lot of hope at Nebraska. you got Deion Sanders, uh, his first home game uh, in Boulder. That's going to be a lot of fun. You got Texas A&M at Miami, two programs looking to rebound from not great seasons. Ole Miss at Tulane, of course, Tulane coming off of a uh, Cotton Bowl winning season and an AAC championship. Ole Miss uh, heading down to New Orleans for that one. You got Wisconsin at Washington State, Stanford at USC. Notre Dame heading to NC State is very interesting, right? Brennan Armstrong, all that kind of stuff. I, I, we'll talk more about them later. Uh, UCF at Boise State, that's an interesting one. And Iowa at Iowa State, the Cyhawk Trophy, uh, El Asico. You, you guys know what it is. So uh, the the way that I see Week 2 going, uh, I, I mean, there's options, but it's going to be hard to pry that thing away from Tuscaloosa. Winning Cures Everything is powered by BetUS. With fast payouts, fantastic customer service, a myriad of options to bet on, and an easy-to-use layout, it's easy to see why it's America's favorite online sports book for nearly 30 years. And right now, just in time for March Madness, you can wager with a $50 free play. No deposit required, just by signing up using the link in the description. Now, BetUS also has an awesome $1 million perfect bracket contest, a $100,000 best bracket contest going on, etc. Take advantage of the deal. Get signed up over at BetUS, where the game begins. Uh, you can find more information, by the way, by visiting betustv.com/join 
uh, for more info. All right, moving on to week three. Week three, I'm going to say that they're going to South Carolina at Georgia. Now, I want you to listen to this home schedule, okay? UT Martin, Ball State, South Carolina, UAB, Kentucky, Missouri, Ole Miss. This is legitimately game day's only opportunity to go to Athens. And if South Carolina beats North Carolina week one, like I think is going to happen, uh, this will be a ranked matchup and likely one of the only chances for Georgia to lose a game for the entire season. Toss in the fact that it's a week slate as far as big names are concerned this week, uh, and it makes all the sense in the world for them to head you know, between the hedges. That's, that's my thought. Uh, you do have Tennessee at Florida. You've got Penn State at Illinois. LSU at Mississippi State. Uh, TCU going to Houston. That one, maybe you want to get down to Houston in their first year in the Big 12, possibly. Uh, Washington heads to Michigan State. But, man, the Spartans were not great last year at all. Uh, Minnesota at North Carolina. Like, maybe you do that one if North Carolina wins week one. I, I guess. Uh, BYU at Arkansas is another possibility. You know, Big 12 against Arkansas, like, maybe that's interesting. Uh, but to me, like, I, I think this one's I think this one's pretty easy. I think that they want to get down to Georgia, the two-time defending national champs uh, who are looking for a three-peat. And this is one of the only big-ish games that's left on their schedule. Uh, and it's in week three at home. So I think that's where that one makes sense. Week four, I believe that they are going to go to Ohio State at Notre Dame. Now, they did this opening week in Columbus last year. If Notre Dame finds a way to lose at NC State in week two, then I guess the crew heads to Clemson for a potential top 10 matchup. Um, They could still make it to South Bend for the USC game in mid-October, I guess. But in my mind, there's no way that they skip out on the Buckeyes making the return trip to South Bend if both teams are undefeated. Like, there's plenty of storylines, of course. Irish coach uh, Marcus Freeman played at Ohio State. These are two of the three or four biggest brands in the sport. Uh, It makes all the sense in the world. Maybe you get a loss out of one of them before this that might throw it into doubt. Even then, in week four, even if Notre Dame is sitting at, you know, three and one, do you skip out on going to South Bend for the Ohio State game? I doubt it. I really doubt it. Uh, The other options that weekend, Florida State at Clemson. Yes, that one is going to be huge, but I think that there are other options to go and see Clemson later on in the year. Uh, Florida State, like that's another schedule that's not like, it's not death row, right? (laughs) Uh, Memphis at Missouri, that one's going to be in St. Louis. Eh, you know, it's just not, it doesn't pop, right? Could be interesting, but the fact that it's not even on a college campus, uh, maybe not. Iowa at Penn State, another option. Auburn at Tennessee. Uh, You've got UCLA at Utah if you want to head out west. Uh, But I I think that they've proven over time that they don't make it out west a whole lot because it's not financially feasible. Like, there's plenty of options on the East Coast that uh, that their vehicles can get too easier. So, Ole Miss at Alabama uh, and Arkansas at LSU. All of these are potential options in week five, or excuse me, week four, but eh. To me, like I think it's pretty pretty clear. I think we're going to get Ohio State and Notre Dame on that one. Week five. This is where you're bringing back the legacies, right? Michigan at Nebraska. Matt Rule needs to get off to a fast start this season for this game to make sense. Obviously, ESPN loves Husker Nation. 
It's a legacy brand, still brings a ton of viewers. There's no hope like a big brand that has hired a new coach looking to raise them from the depths of, you know, no bowl game since 2016. Game day was last there for the Ohio State beatdown in 2019. But before that, uh, it was 2007 when number one USC came to town. Now, everyone expects Michigan to be pretty good again. Uh, the Wolverines will likely be undefeated at this point after facing, uh, I believe it's ECU, UNLV, Bowling Green, and Rutgers. Not a lot on that schedule. Nebraska, on the other hand, they play at Minnesota, at Colorado, Northern Illinois, and Louisiana Tech before this game. Now, even if Nebraska loses their opener, but wins the next three, like this could still be in play. Not to mention the fact that there's not exactly a lot of chances to get back to Lincoln, and the other game options this week aren't exactly the cream of the crop either. So uh, looking at those, by the way, Boise State at Memphis, if you want to go the G5 route, Texas A&M at Arkansas, USC at Colorado, uh, maybe Syracuse gets off to a hot start again, and then you've got Clemson at Syracuse, uh, and then you've got South Carolina at Tennessee. Like, if South Carolina somehow pulls an upset over Georgia in week three, maybe that makes some sense. I mean, this is a big-time revenge spot for Tennessee, but regardless, uh, the way that I see week five going, uh, I, I believe that it's going to be Michigan at Nebraska. That's the biggest game on the slate. I think it's going to have the highest ratings, et cetera. Week six. I think you're going to Red River. Texas, Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma had a down season in 2022. Texas has been down for quite some time now. But, you know, Sark kind of has the brand rolling. He's got Quinn Ewers and Arch Manning on the roster. The fact that they actually played pretty well last year, uh, even if they only won eight games, you know, that's that's big. Oklahoma should be 5-0 and heading into this one. But Texas has got some, uh, some speed bumps here. They got to play Rice at Alabama, Wyoming, at Baylor, and then they host Kansas the week before the game. At worst, I would imagine they're 3-2, and two, but a 5-0 and o Oklahoma in the last Big 12 rendition of Red River should be enough to get game day to the Texas State Fair and the old Cotton Bowl. Uh, the other options that day. There are options, yes. Uh, Alabama at Texas A&M. Like, if A&M is rolling, if the Bobby Petrino train is rolling, maybe that makes sense. Um, I don't foresee it. Who knows? Notre Dame at Louisville is a possibility. Kentucky at Georgia as well. Uh, it's, it's, not a, it's not a loaded slate by any means. All right, moving on, week seven. I believe that they're going to Oregon at Washington that week. Game day is good for one West Coast road trip each season. I think it will likely be this weekend. Now, yes, A&M visits Knoxville. Again, seeing the Petrino train on the road could be enticing if both those teams have you know hot starts. If they don't head to South Bend uh, for the Ohio State game, then you could absolutely see them taking the show to USC at Notre Dame. But Bo Nix against Michael Penix was an incredible show last year. This year, both teams should be absolutely rolling by this point. Oregon, this is their schedule to that point. Portland State at Texas Tech, Hawaii, Colorado at Stanford, and then a bye week before the trip to Seattle. The Huskies, on the other side, get Boise, Tulsa, at Michigan State, Cal and at Arizona before getting a bye in week six as well. So you're looking at two undefeated teams or possibly 6-0 versus 5-1, and both nationally ranked. We can expect fireworks, and I think ESPN is going to bank on that as well with the show's first appearance in Seattle since 2016. Uh, the other options for week seven here, Texas A&M at Tennessee, USC at Notre Dame, BYU at TCU, and you've got Auburn at LSU. Hugh Freezes. First jump back down to Baton Rouge 
could be interesting. So you do have other options there, uh, but I think Oregon at Washington would be the play on this one. All right. On the other side, we're going to hit weeks 8 through 13. Let's check out some things you should know about. Every Tuesday and Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, expert game analysis only on the BetUS TV College football channel. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or whatever's your favorite podcast app. And if your app allows it, leave a five-star written review. Visit the Winning Cures Everything web store to get all kinds of football shirts, hats, hoodies, mugs, and more. Visit winningcureseverything.com slash store to see what all we've added. And now, back to the show. All right, week eight. I think they're going to Penn State at Ohio State. Here's Penn State's schedule before this one, okay? West Virginia, Delaware, at Illinois, Iowa, at Northwestern, UMass. Schedule sets up perfectly, beautifully, and with Penn State having a loaded roster, this is the first real shot that the Nittany Lions have had in a while to knock off the Buckeyes. Uh, The game's probably going to be on Fox at noon, but who cares? Like This is a massive, massive matchup. You're going to have a ton of people watching uh, this seems like the spot. Like it, it, For them to get up to Columbus, this is, like I think, one of the only times that they will really get an opportunity to do that this year. Uh, you do have Tennessee at Alabama that weekend. Tennessee has to play at Florida. They host Texas A&M and South Carolina before making the trip. Uh, the revenge spot for Alabama is fun. It's likely one or both of these teams has a loss by this point. Game day will have already been to Tuscaloosa for the Texas game. Um the only way that they end up back in Tuscaloosa, I think, is if ESPN wants to boost up the SEC over the Big Ten because of all the media rights deals that are going to start in 2024. I guess that'll be something to pay attention to, but in my opinion, Penn State at Ohio State, probably the bigger game that weekend. Uh, Ole Miss at Auburn, that's a fun one. It's the Hugh Freeze Bowl. Um, who knows? Utah at USC, if they want to go back out west, rematch of last year's Pac-12 title game, and everybody remembers the crazy game in Salt Lake City. Uh, Texas at Houston. Again, likely the only Longhorns trip to Houston, uh, but the Cougars have to be good enough for this to make sense. Like at Houston, by that point, will have played UTSA, TCU, at Texas Tech, and West Virginia all before this game. Like it's not crazy that Houston could win all those, but it's still pretty unlikely. Uh, you've also got UCF at Oklahoma if you want to get one of these new-ish uh, Big 12 games that you're really only going to get this year. So just uh, just throwing that out there. All right, headed to Week 9. Going to throw a little curveball. Clemson at NC State. Now, this would be a great week to take game day to an FCS location, but I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say that NC State, even if they lose to Notre Dame in Week 2, they could have a fantastic season with Tony Gibson's defense combined with new offense coordinator Robert and I and Virginia transfer quarterback Brennan Armstrong. Like I think NC State can only have one loss at this point of the season. Here's what they got. At UConn, Notre Dame, VMI, at Virginia, Louisville, Marshall, and at Duke. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's plenty of losable games there, but I I think NC State could be a surprise team. This would mark game day's first appearance at Carter-Finley Stadium since 2004. So, you know, just stick that in your cap. Just watch out for that one. Uh, Georgia at Florida is that weekend's the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Uh, The expectations for Florida are not great. So (laughs) I I don't imagine they head out there. Uh, Oregon at Utah could be a possibility, I guess, if both those teams are undefeated by that point, if they want to go back out west. Ohio State at Wisconsin. Like, I've already got a couple of Ohio State games on here. 
Uh, it's Fickle's first time hosting Ohio State. That could be awesome. I'm not sure what Wisconsin is going to be in year one with that drastic of a uh, philosophical shift on offense, uh, but we'll see. I mean, that could be, if you got two undefeated teams there, you might need to go to Camp Randall. So we'll see. We will see. Let's get to week 10. I think they're going back to Tuscaloosa. Like, it's LSU at Alabama, the battle for the expected last ever SEC West division title, and Brian Kelly's first trip to Tuscaloosa with Nick Saban in a revenge spot. Uh, It doesn't get a lot juicier than that, honestly. Like, you would imagine this would likely be the CBS doubleheader weekend uh, with this game being in primetime, which means another LSU-Alabama likely top 10 matchup. That means ratings gold for everything associated with it, right? Uh, It would be their second time in Tuscaloosa this season, But again, after only going to Alabama one time since 2016, sans the COVID season, uh, this would make sense. Uh, The last time game day was there was for the LSU game in 2019 for Joe Burrow against Tua. So so long as both of those teams do what is expected, I mean, they're both preseason top 10 teams, uh, that, to me, would be the spot. The other one, this is a possibility, Notre Dame at Clemson. It's in ESPN's best interest, obviously, to promote the ACC and keep their value up. So heading to a second straight ACC stadium in as many weeks could happen, uh, but I expect most, both teams to have at least one or two losses at this point. Uh, so, eh. Uh, they could maybe that weekend go to Oklahoma at Oklahoma State, You know, the, maybe the last ever edition of Bedlam. And then you got another great Pac-12 game, Washington at USC. Like, there's, They really would be doing themselves a favor by going out to the Pac-12 this year. That's going to be a fun football conference, but... Again, I understand the financial ramifications of having to travel all the way from Connecticut uh, by trucks to the West Coast. So it's a, it's a rough thing. It is a rough, rough thing. So uh, so week 10, uh, I believe LSU at Alabama is going to be the play. All right. Headed to week 11. I got a lot of Big Ten on here. Michigan at Penn State. I think that's going to be the big one. If Penn State beats Ohio State, this one is an absolute no-brainer. This will likely be the whiteout game, and the Big Ten East will still be up for grabs here. Like There there is a real possibility that you have a three-way tie for first in the Big Ten East. Like It's it's not out of the realm of possibilities. Uh, This is a huge national matchup with Michigan and Penn State. Should have national title implications. Uh, Who knows what this Penn State team is going to look like, but this is the most hope that those Nittany Lions fans have had in a long, long time. If you get an opportunity to go to Happy Valley, I think ESPN is going to take it because they know like how hyped up that fan base is right now. So I would definitely take advantage of that if I were them. Uh, other games on the slate that weekend, you've got USC at Oregon, again, Pac-12. Utah at Washington, again, Pac-12. Uh, Texas at TCU, could be interesting. The last matchup in the Big 12 for those two. Miami at Florida State. If Mario Cristobal can get that thing rolling, Florida State... Uh, They are a potential top 10 uh, play this year. Excuse me, preseason rank uh, top 10. Florida at LSU, like if Billy Napier surprises uh, and LSU ends up beating Alabama, maybe, maybe that's a good one. You know, anytime that they can get down to Baton Rouge, uh, they'll obviously want to do that. But uh, there's not a lot of options to get down to Baton Rouge this year. But yes, uh, in week 11, my guess is Michigan at Penn State on that one. All right, we got two more here. Let's head to week 12. Georgia at Tennessee. Again, SEC, Big Ten, et cetera. These are the biggest games in the country. 
Uh, this is normally a week where ESPN either heads out west or they grab a G5 game. Most of the power conferences do not schedule big games this late, but the SEC decided to stick a potential SEC East championship game the week before rivalry week. Now, even if Tennessee has a couple of losses by this point, this is really going to be Georgia's only real chance at a loss before the SEC title game or the playoffs. Uh, can Joe Milton get Tennessee to a good enough record to not give ESPN a real option here? Like Tennessee has at Florida, South Carolina, Texas A&M, at Alabama, and at Kentucky, uh, and at Missouri, all before this. Like They should win the majority of those. But if this Tennessee team looks anything like last year's version, they'll be in a prime position when number one Georgia comes to town. So I, I think that's where they'll end up. Uh, they enjoyed Knoxville a lot last year. Uh, I think that fan base is still going to be revved up for this one. I mean, you get number one Georgia, two-time defending national champs, coming into Knoxville where they knocked off, you know, number two ranked or whatever it was, Alabama, last year in Knoxville. They're going to be, again, use that phrase, foaming at the mouth. They'll be ready for that one. You got another West Coast game. You got UCLA at USC. Of course, that one's a great rivalry game. Oklahoma headed to BYU. If BYU surprises in the Big 12 and Oklahoma, you know, does what they're supposed to do, that's an intriguing option. Maybe you head out to Provo. Uh, Nebraska at Wisconsin is another option here. Luke Fickle in his first year at Camp Randall. And then you got Matt Rule at, uh, at Nebraska. So that's, that's a possibility. But looking at the slate, especially this early on, I think it's Georgia at Tennessee. I think it's going to be a huge, huge game. It was the, by the way, that game in Athens last year was the second highest viewed game in the country behind Michigan and Ohio State last year. Over 13 million people watched Tennessee and Georgia last year, so just throwing that out there. All right, last one here. Da, 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 da. Week 13. I mean, are we are we serious? Like, it's Ohio State at Michigan. Like, there's, there's no other option. Unless one of these two teams just completely drops off. Michigan has won the last two matchups. Uh, they've been, you know, both of these teams have been top five teams for the past two seasons. That's not expected to change this year. This is the most watched college football regular season game nearly every season. So game day heading there, even if Fox gets the broadcast, seems likely. I mean, you got Ryan Day against Harbaugh again. Ryan Day currently with a two-game losing streak to Harbaugh. Uh, sign me up. Like, they are they are going to be so amped up for this game at Ohio State. But I'm curious if they're going to be nervous. Like, I, I just I want to see everything about this game. Uh, the other options that weekend, Alabama at Auburn. Like it's Saban versus Hugh Freeze again in the SEC. That should be interesting. And anytime Alabama goes to Jordan Hare Stadium, like it's always nightmare fuel. So throw that out there. Clemson at South Carolina is that weekend. Uh, very rarely have we gotten Clemson in a revenge spot, uh, but we got it with them going against Spencer Rattler and Shane Beamer in Columbia. Texas A&M at LSU. Could Texas A&M rebound enough to make this an SEC West Division title game? I mean, that's a possibility here. Very, very strong possibility. All right. That's going to wrap up today's show. Again, I'm out on vacation this week. I wanted to make sure that I put out something to hold you guys over until the NCAA tournament starts on Thursday. Uh, toss your comments in the chat on where you think college game day is going to head this season. Uh, maybe I'm missing something. But, I, you know, toss in what week you think uh, a certain game is actually going to spring up. Like, what are some surprises that we need to look for this year? Go ahead and like the video for me. Subscribe to the channel. And make sure that you are signed up at BetUS. Click that link in the description, get signed up. You get a $50 free play, no deposit required. Uh, with that said, let's go on and get out of here. You guys have been fantastic.
Again, uh, leave reviews on the podcast, all that good stuff. I will, uh, I will see you all again next week. Um, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Well, I guess we're going to do... Uh, I'm pre-recording this. I'm going to do my best to uh, get an NCAA tournament video out. So, <laughs> so stick around for that one. If it doesn't happen, find me on Twitter, at GaryWCE. I will post out my picks. All right. With that said, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And hopefully... All your bets cash this week. Thanks for listening to Winning Cures Everything. Make sure and subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. And make sure to leave a nice five-star review. You can follow Gary on Twitter, at GaryWCE. And the show is at Winning Cures. Be sure to check out the merch in our web store and share the show.